0: This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career? Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldwell. Hey everybody! This is Josh and Kayla with Married to Safety. I
1: was ready this time. I
0: know, and we crushed that intro. <laughs> Nailed it. Hey, let's start this. Does that sound sh- like Delilah. I don't know. Let's not do that. Let's start the show <laughs> off like we do every show with a little bit of breathing by Kayla, not Delilah.
1: Yeah, I love Delilah though. Yeah, it's not sappy. It's they can't sappy see like
0: you that. looking creepy at it's me. So sappy that's like good.
1: That. Okay. Let's roll our shoulders around a little bit, settle in, and relax. Don't shut your eyes if you're if driving, you're driving. <laughs> and don't cry. Okay, we're going to breathe from the stomach. Maybe even put your hand on your stomach and let it, and you can feel it rise to make sure you're breathing from the right place. Big deep breath in through the nose. Hold four, three, two, one. <sighs>
0: That was and a good exhale.
1: One more time, in through the nose, hold it all the way to the top of the head. Four, three, two, one. That
0: <sighs> was a little stressful. I didn't, I didn't know how long we were going to hold oh, that one. Way. It was frustrating. Way, way, way. Hey, so the last show we talked about suicide kind of gave an overview of you know what 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 it means to have suicide as a um, topic in in September. And kind of some of the high-level things, right? And yes. so now maybe we can get into a little bit of the details about why suicide prevention is important to us, not only as a company, but, you know, in our society and normalizing the, the topic of mental health. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as far as we're concerned, with our business, we deal with a lot of people that struggle. We do. And we deal with people that have injuries. And we deal with people that, you know, might not have great support groups at home. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is to provide some insight into some of those folks on what they can do to make their daily lives a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Sharing some of our stories and sharing other people's stories, you know. And it's hard to do because I don't know if everybody caught it in the last episode. You were talking about the right away people. And you <laughs> went through like six members of your family without naming a name. It's tough. <laughs> It's tough to do it that is, in this. It is
1: tough. And I, I think bringing another personal thing is, uh-huh, see? I told you that was going to be a problem.
0: It is no longer a problem.
1: <laughs> oh, if they had video, right? Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm always speaking about spirals. So let's talk about this a little bit because if you – have never experienced any type of depression anxiety We've all experienced stress If you say you haven't experienced stress, then you need to be
0: we need to meet that we need to, yeah. <laughs> we need to hire
1: you we need to hire you. So we deal with these things every single day. We try to incorporate these things in everything that we do on self-care and how to deal with these things daily instead of letting them bottle up inside, right? And so, you know, a lot of people I do sleep. I I do I do sleep. I didn't sleep last night though, which is bad because you saw I was in a really bad mood this morning and you I was were. ready to strangle you. You did. You were in a bad mood too. Yeah. I was. I was ready to strangle him for sure. So, we talk about these things, and I don't know that everyone really understands just how severe this really, really is and how this really does spiral out of control. So just to give you a little story, um, I knew someone at a, a very a younger age, um, not too young, but um, I was an adult, but I knew someone that had a friend who needed help and they called me and I just happened to be off that day and I said, sure. I was very surprised by the person and they just said, you know, can you, is there anything you can do to help this person? Well, I didn't know anything. So I've been in this position where, you know, you're like, well, I'm not a professional. I don't know how to help anybody. Well, guess what? I just got on the phone. And I just started calling like crazy because I didn't know what this person was going to be bringing in to the situation that day. Because my friend had just said, this, this is my friend who needs help, and I'm not there to do it. Can you help me out? So I went into action, and when I saw this person, I went to the place first and waited, and someone was bringing her. And when I saw this person, I could not believe my eyes. This person was a person who was always perfection with being dressed perfection to perfection. um, Hair, makeup, everything. Very professional, unbelievable person. And this particular day, I was like wow, what is happening right now? And I tell you what happened. She was not sleeping. Something had happened and she was not able to sleep. She had insomnia. So I talked with these people and we dealt with all these things and Do you know that the one thing they kept asking over and over again was, are you suicidal? She would not say yes because she did not think that she was that to that point. Right. And so in the end, nobody would help. And I was devastated. Turns out someone called me at the last minute. We rushed her back and they, she told me, whatever you do, just tell her to say yes. If they ask if she's suicidal, tell her to say yes because she will be soon if she's not now, right? Oh, I'm getting really fired up.
0: You're getting fired up. Yeah. Well,
1: it's this. I'm very passionate about this. That was the only thing, really, in this person's life was lack of sleep. And with that lack of sleep, it turned to depression, anxiety, and very close to being suicidal you just can't go that long without being suicidal so if you are a person who does not understand this I can tell you that I have seen it firsthand and that is the spiral that I talk about so often is you just never know you you never know what is going to trigger that moment that just puts you in a spiral out of control and So let's talk about some of the risk factors.
0: Well, let's let's talk about, too, you know, before we get into the risk factors, let's talk about, you know, how hard it is to get help mentally, right? Yes. So, you know, I went through a very traumatic um, dog attack in 2014. We've talked about it on Mm -hmm. this show. Mm -hmm. There was no help available for me because, A, the insurance didn't cover it, and we couldn't afford it right yeah and right now people and can go, yeah and our son desperately needed it and we couldn't do anything for him luckily we were able to do some things for him but it was all done you know without you know professional help mm-hmm. but you think about it right now if your head hurts you can go get something for it if your finger hurts if you if you get a blister you know if you get a cut you can go get all those things taken care of but if you have a mental issue it's really, really hard. So what we're trying to do is bring some awareness to this mm-hmm. so that it's okay. And we actually just found out it was really, really cool. We, 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 we went with Aflac <laughs> for a minute. So we still have <laughs> oh Affleck. Gosh. We still have them. But um, here's the deal. The yeah, the duck. One of the things that they offered as a part of their program was 10 free consultations, mental health. I mean, that's amazing. That's yes, awesome. Yes, on their app.
1: So on know, their right, app, right, which is great right now during a pandemic because there's so much suicide and depression right now. Guys, you, you have no idea. It's huge right
0: now. But, you know, you, you start we're starting to get more resources.
1: Mm-hmm. We're
0: starting to get more and more ways for people to get help. But I think a lot of us are scarred from from pre- previous, you know, historical situations where we didn't get to help somebody out. Yeah. And, and I've seen it firsthand in 2010. You know when my kidneys failed and I didn't sleep. How long was I without sleep? Oh, like I mean, a week or two. I mean, it was, and I'm not, I'm talking about like an hour of sleep a day, mm-hmm. and it got to the point where I was hallucinating. I I was not in a good place mentally. I mm-hmm. mean, if if you guys hadn't been there, I don't know what would have happened, right? Mm-hmm. So, but and and back then there definitely wasn't anything available to to me, right? Right. So, you know, just understanding that you know not everybody can go on Dr. Phil. And not everybody can, you know, have access to all these, you know, amazing things. But there are some resources out there. So let's talk about what what, sh- what should people be looking for when they think that somebody might be having a problem?
1: So, sorry, I had to make a little note there for something else I wanted to speak about. Um, so, yes, risk factors, Um, are characteristics that make it more likely that someone will consider, attempt, or commit suicide. That's what a risk factor is, right? And so, these are so simple, you guys. And that's what really gets me is that people think, oh, suicide, mental illness, what? And... At any given moment, most people kind of check the box for some of these, right? Like For at least one, right? Yeah. You're thinking these are serious big things, and these are very minor things. And so um, some of the risk factors can just be um, drug and alcohol abuse. If you feel like someone has increased their alcohol and drug intake I mean, drugs. It's a little different. Like, well, but think about you know Tylenol PM. That's that's a drug, right? I I was 100%
0: addicted to Tylenol (laughs) tylenol PM. PM.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, it can be over the counter, and then that turns into something else sometimes. And so, drugs. You know, drugs are a little different. You should very much you know be concerned about that. But alcohol as well. Like, you know, we've actually known someone that has attempted suicide and alcohol was their issue. Right.
0: And it was serious. And we, serious, we didn't realize it until issue.
1: yes. And so, happened, so it was so bad. And so, yes. And suffering from trauma or abuse either currently or in the past. Now, this is something that is like really difficult. We're back to the the vets. Right. Um, um, there are ways, there are people who can help you, like, you know, block these thoughts and, and doing, and forget these memories that you have. It's not easy, but there is help out there to at least
0: And maybe not even blocking live. them, but understanding yes. that it, it's okay.
1: It, we're to a point that you can at least live without, you know, it consuming you. That's the hope, right? And sometimes that's not the case. I get that, but... Um, that there is there's help for that. So if someone is currently suffering from abuse, you know, my heart goes out to them. That's such a difficult thing. And so you got you got lots of layers there. You you know, I only need to get them out of the situation. Um, you know, but then they may be suicidal. You're dealing with so many different things, right? And so With that, they will feel hopelessness, you know, illness. You can make yourself sick from just stress alone. Somebody that's
0: perfectly healthy that all of a sudden starts characteristically becoming ill. Exactly.
1: And they're hopeless. And that can be, you know, loss of relationship, loss of finances or job, um, and history within the family um that's a huge thing that happens a lot depression definitely can run in families and so I think that this, this is an issue for sure
0: I mean and- especially with COVID right we've got so many people that you know were just trucking right along in 2019 and everything mm-hmm. was totally groovy you start hitting 2020 and everybody's like what this is stupid this is just like me I was like the coronavirus, is the cold. Nobody knew how bad this was going to be. Mm-hmm. And people have lost people that, you know, not just the elderly. I mean, mm-hmm. people have lost people that they didn't imagine in a million years. Right. Would be gone. This And, and so we're going to be dealing with this for quite a long yes. time yes. after this. The
1: pandemic has created a whole other level of suicidal thoughts. And we talked a little bit about that with Josh because he had COVID. And we all became depressed. And so we all were kind of stuck here in the house and feeling depressed and we get it like it was rough and it's still rough because you don't know when it's going to hit maybe again, you know, or when Xavier and I are going to be exposed again because we did not get it and we could all be right back in here, you know, and not out and about again. But the funny thing
0: is, and it's not funny, but it's, it's, it's funny that it's happening to other people and it's like, I understand it and I can empathize with them. Because before COVID, I couldn't empathize with other people. Like, I'm like, it's just a test. Don't worry about it. You'll, you'll be fine. You know, we've got people that are very close to us right now that have, you know, positive results mm-hmm. in their family. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like, you know, waiting for that negative result. And when yeah. you don't get that negative result, and they don't know when life is going to be able to become normal again until mm-hmm. they are all negative, right? So yeah. it's, it's a lot of stuff going on in people's minds mm-hmm. that are contributing to this. And what we want to do through through these shows is normalize the conversation. Make it normal. Right. Don't, don't worry about, you know, I, I can remember growing up, you didn't talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You didn't talk about being depressed. Because what was the first thing that they did? They threw you on some medication and you were out of your mind. You know, I...
1: Well, I... That was different for me. That might have been what most people do, but mine was usually need to away. go to church and pray. Prayed away. Yes, and, and I assure you that I do that constantly, and I definitely was in church a lot as a child, and so I kept thinking how's this going to help me? I'm in church every single day and I pray nonstop every day, but things are still not so good for me right now. But I
0: think the, the great thing about, you know, church and the Bible, no matter what you believe or how you believe it, you know, right now you can go on the YouTube right now and say, how can church help my depression? And there might be, 2,000 different videos you can watch that can help you, right? That's true. Back then you had one person, a couple people that, you know, might be able to say, hey, this is what I think. Yes. Now we've got these amazing resources And I will
1: say that I'm not knocking that at all. You know, your spirituality is so important. And – um, but I do encourage you to really, really think about it before you say that to someone who – is suicidal or, you know, whatever the case may be because in that moment if someone says to them, well, you need God, that's a very hard thing for them to, you know, just think that that is all you have to offer. Like they need something right here, right now, a, a person that can talk and, you know, they may, you might offend them because, you know, in most scenarios I think that they're already praying. I mean, they're probably praying. Like maybe they've they're never past the point before they're, they've and given up. Yes, exactly. So be very careful with just recommending that.
0: So you know, there's a lot of this. A lot of this show has been devoted to you know, hey, what are some of the signs, some of the symptoms? You know, how do you tell if somebody's suicidal? You know, the next show that we're going to do, we're going to talk about you know, actually having conversations with people and letting them know that it's okay. And then also having the resources and kind of giving some of the, the resources that are available. But one thing I didn't know and I didn't realize until Kayla did all this research, you know, I, I knew I'd heard the, the, the stat about the vets, 22 a day. Mm-hmm. And for people that don't realize that number, 22 doesn't sound like a lot, right? 22 sounds like 22 until you multiply it by 100 and then you're at 2200, right? Right. And then you multiply that by three. I mean, it starts to become overwhelming the number of people. And so that's the weird thing about statistics is that, you know, you you start with the number 22 and that might blow some people out of the water. And Mm -hmm. some people may be like, Oh, it doesn't feel like a lot. Right. And right now, you know, we've got a lot of people dying of COVID every single day Mm -hmm. and it's a lot less than what it was a year ago. Mm -hmm. But we're numb to it now, right? And right. so we're kind of, it, it's hard to, to really understand the gravity of it. Y- you really have to continue to put things into perspective. And mm-hmm. so with perspective, you know, at the, the front of our minds, you cannot just tell somebody that it's going to be okay. No. <laughs> right? And, that, that's, and and I think that that's historically what people have said. Ah, oh, you'll be fine. Everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's not. And so. Yeah. Especially
1: know, with vets, because I think that, you know, we're upset when we hear about Afghanistan, you know, the, the young people who died there, but yet those are someone's children and sisters and brothers and grandparents, you know, grandchildren and, and friends that may have seen so much that they wanted to die over there. You know, you never know. They're going to come home and, could be dealing with suicidal thoughts because of what they have seen and dealt with. And then you have parents who's, you know, when their children come to them and say they want to join the service, it's like, no, because they've got this in their head that they're going to be damaged. And it's a thing. It's a real thing. And we've got to be there. And
0: then you, at the end, you know, I'm not even supposed to talk about this on this show, but I'm going to because that's how I roll. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States.
1: Why not? That's
0: huge. I I thought it was, but either way is good. But that's huge, right? I mean, that's, that's, that is a huge number and that's, you know, all of the suicides combined. So there's ways that we can help. There's ways that everybody listening can help. There's every, there's ways that we can all do something to do our part to, to help these folks out.
1: Yes, and I don't want to forget before we – I don't want you to end because you always cut me off like you did last time. And I wanted to end every show with this um, during the suicide month because you don't have to be the professional. You don't have to be the educated one. You have to be aware and you have to acknowledge some things so that you can help people, so that you can recognize it. That's all we're telling you here, right? We're teaching you some things that you can recognize, but all you have to do is pick up the phone and call the National Suicide Lifeline, 1800 800 273 8255 Whether that is you or someone that you are speaking with and helping, let me tell you that again in case you're needing it right this very moment, one 800 273 two five five you can look it up it's available to just google but be aware that it's there and use it
0: and just understand everybody that we're going through this journey with you we're learning we're definitely not experts in this even though it's our business to help people both mentally and physically we're learning stuff every single day about this and learning how to help and how learning how to be an advocate for somebody and, and just do the right thing so Wherever you are and however you may be listening, whatever you're going through, suicide can never be the answer. Please talk to somebody.
1: Please remember that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. We can fix this.
0: And to help by fixing it, you can just start by what? Just breathe. Just breathe. Have a great day, everybody. Wherever you are and however you may be doing it, be well and safe.